live in a world that struggles with feeling busy and overwhelmed. At the same time, us mamas want to feel we're living intentionally and with purpose. At the end of the day, you won't have to sit worn out on the couch feeling like it all just wasn't enough. Here, you'll find the tools to slow it down, nurture your own goals, and live restored. Each week, we have real-life conversations about motherhood, work, relationships, and all the things in between. I'm your host, Jen Brazil. Welcome to the Unhurried Life Podcast. If you got a chance to tune in last month in April, then you heard some exciting and different and a little bit sad news, which is that this is my very last Unhurried Life podcast episode. Now, I'm not going to say it's my last one forever, but it is definitely the last one on my schedule for now. As you know, we have four children now, and as they grow and flourish, I have decided to be more and more intentional with my time that I spend with them which means leaving you on the Unhurried Life podcast. But don't worry, I am not leaving you for good. That's why I want to encourage you to head over to my website. If you haven't been there before, go to jbrazil.com and find something on that site that's for you. Find something that will help you, that will motivate you. And go ahead and sign up for it. Go ahead and sign up for whatever is going to be a helper, a motivator. There's intentional living. There's meal plans. There's photo organization and so much more. And when you do that, we will get the chance to keep up via email, emails that I myself write, and that that way we can continue to share in each other's lives. Another summer is getting ready to begin and all of these feelings that come with it. One of those feelings, if you're like me, might possibly be the feeling of overwhelm. And I want to talk today about overcoming that feeling of overwhelm. As a recent mom of now four children, I definitely have the tendency to fall quickly into the place of anxious, scared, and what on earth am I going to do with all of these kids in the 100 degree weather of Texas? But I want us to talk about for a little bit overcoming that feeling and truly resting and being present in this season in this stage and kicking overwhelm to the curb. Now, there are a million different reasons why you might feel overwhelmed. And if I were to start listing them out to you, you would probably feel even more overwhelmed. I will not do that. I want you to know that to overcome the feeling of overwhelm is a process, a heart and mind shift. It's not something that can be fixed with seven simple steps or 16 tips. Because when it comes to overcoming overwhelm, it's more of a change of being. Now, if you are ready to overcome this feeling of overwhelm, then you are ready to truly navigate through uncharted waters because none of us actually know what we are doing in this life. And we live in a culture that is constantly bombarding us with more and more and more and making us feel insufficient and unable to keep up. 
Now, if you are listening to this episode, I want to applaud you because first admitting that you are in a position of overwhelm is extremely vulnerable because you are admitting that you are over consumed and you are unable to continue at the pace that you're currently going. Somehow it sort of feels like failure when you have to admit that you are completely overwhelmed or that you have somehow let yourself or let your lifestyle become what it is. And that is something that's creating more stress than pleasure. Or maybe it's easy to admit to overwhelm. Maybe you talk about it all the time. Maybe your overwhelm has turned into a constant companion that slightly resembles something called complaining. Now, I hope that you don't feel guilt when you hear that because it is incredibly easy to fall into a state of complaint. And I can tell you that my husband and I can sometimes get to talking in the evening, talking about our life, talking about our day, and quickly realize that all we are doing is sitting there complaining to one another. So rather overwhelm is easy or difficult for you to admit to, the chances that you have experienced or are currently experiencing overwhelm are extremely high, especially in motherhood. I hear from women all the time that they are dealing with so many different levels of overwhelm. And so I wanted to share with you my personal walk through overwhelm, how it tends to sneak in no matter how much mindfulness or screen free or crockpot dinners I have going on. There's not one person that is safe from the feeling of overwhelm and it happens to us all. It doesn't mean you're any worse than the next person and it does not mean that you are a failure. I've found that overwhelm tends to happen when you are over consumed and over committed. So how do you backtrack? How do you get out of the consumption when you are committed or in too deep already? Well, let's first look at some reasons why you feel overwhelmed in the first place. I would be doing myself and you a disservice if I did not drop in the Enneagram right now. Now, I know a few years back, the Enneagram got so much publicity and a ton of light shed on it. And I think there's a reason for that. I think that we love to learn more about ourselves and we love to learn more about others. So let's talk for a second about reasons why you might feel overwhelmed when it comes to personality. I am an Enneagram 7, meaning that I am a tad bit more of a free spirit. I don't typically have the need for control, but there have definitely been times where I have seen my personality and my zeal for life take over and get me into a position of being overcommitted as I chase new dreams and new adventures all the time. Now, regardless if you know what you are on the Enneagram scale or not, I'm sure that you have spent a little bit of time getting to know yourself. And if you haven't, girlfriend, I would totally encourage you to read a book, a blog post, listen to a podcast that explains all of the Enneagram numbers and to figure out which one you are. That is worth the time that you'll invest. And it is definitely something that will help you as you go through being more present, feeling less overwhelmed and living unhurried. You feel overwhelmed when you feel out of control of the situation, or maybe you're trying to do it all and you forget to ask for help because we were not put on this earth to all be hermits. We were put on this earth to live in community, which means we have the ability to 
ask for help. Now, one of the reasons why you might feel overwhelmed besides your personality is that you are not asking for help because you feel like it might be a burden or that that might be signaling to someone that you cannot do it all. And let me tell you, you cannot. You cannot do it all. So it is okay to ask for help. Now, if you're asking for help at every turn of the corner, every other day, then that is definitely a signal or a sign that you need a total life reevaluation. And you might be in a season of you've signed up for too much and you need to step back and be able to purge out what is being a life stealer instead of a life giver. But there is nothing wrong with every once in a while asking for help from friends or family. And let me just say that it is okay to ask for help in the big things and the little things. It is okay to call your friend and tell her you are just tired from the day. Nothing huge happened. There's no big tragedy. You are just worn out and at the end of your rope. And it is okay to ask for help then, just like it would be okay to ask for help when something big in your life does strike. Another reason you might be feeling overwhelmed is that you have let your expectations be set too high or they might be completely unrealistic, especially for the season that you're in. You may be setting your expectations somewhere that they would have been realistic for another season at another stage in your life, but not the one you are currently experiencing now. Okay, so let's dive into how do you get rid of that overwhelm? How do you make a change? Well, overwhelm is a natural way to recognize that you need to slow down. Maybe you've been going, 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 and you didn't even notice the responsibilities growing or the anxiety building. The feeling of overwhelmed is letting you know, hey, something has got to give. Thank you to that feeling of overwhelm for signaling that to you because sometimes we keep going and we don't slow down to listen. So if you have that anxious feeling of overwhelm, that could be a good thing. So how do you stop that feeling of overwhelm? Well, every time I have looked up and realized that I'm feeling flustered or in a place of overwhelm, I never could quite make myself sit down and write everything out. I know that all of the overwhelm gurus and simple living experts say that you need to make a list and you need to evaluate and you need to write everything out that you're doing. But to be completely honest, when I sit down and try and make a list, I feel like it's adding one more thing to my list and it gets me even more flustered. I'm sure that you probably know what is causing your overwhelm. You know that it could be possibly you've overcommitted to sports. Maybe you are tired of trying to figure out dinner every night or keep up with groceries or that you have piled upon yourself unrealistic expectations. So I would advise to not necessarily write everything down unless you feel like that is just a huge processing part of your personality in which case go for it girl. But if you feel like writing down all of your responsibilities and everything that could be causing you this over in life might just cause you to be more overwhelmed, then I would suggest to turn your phone off, not on silent. Turn your phone off for a few minutes every night and just sit 
with the peace of knowing that you had a great day. You got a lot of things done that a lot of other people could not have gotten done. And you are in a place of challenge. And this is how you're going to overcome it. And give yourself a few minutes to come up with that plan. Come up how tomorrow might be different. How today really was great. Find things to be thankful for with your technology silenced. Let's look at four tips to overcome the feeling of overwhelm. All right, the first one is wherever you are, be there. I know that seems super vague and abstract, but when you are constantly struggling and striving for the next thing, you are not where you are now. So don't let yourself steal from your today by longing for what's in store tomorrow. So when I'm in a season or in a moment of overwhelm, it's usually pretty apparent that I am discontent with where I am presently. Maybe I'm just wishing for some help. Maybe I'm wishing that my life was a little different. I'm wishing that I had a pool in my backyard for this summer and I'm not living in the moment that was created for me to live in right now. If I always continue wishing or complaining or looking for, then I am not enjoying where I am. Okay, tip number two, have a process for being mindful and present. Now, I know I might sound like a yogi, meditation, zen, finding your chi. Well, there is some legitimacy to this, okay? Now, I'm not saying that you have to listen to mindfulness or you have to do YouTube videos, but if you could take a minute, like I already said, and just unplug from technology and take a moment to just sit and breathe and relax so that you can be mindful and you can absorb where you are and you can evaluate and see and give yourself a chance to really voice, maybe out loud, maybe it's just yourself, maybe it's your husband, where you are right now currently, you will be giving yourself the chance to overcome and get rid of that overwhelm. Tip number three, give yourself permission and the chance to process. So many times I feel like we are starting something new. We are starting a new season. We are starting a sport. We are starting summer, but we don't ever give ourselves the chance to process through finishing something and closing out on something else. Now, what I mean by that, you could look at this in a seasonal type of way. You could look at this as a way of actually putting a period at the end of your very long chapter that you just finished and realizing that it is okay to close the book on one thing before you open the book on the next. All right, tip number four is being proactive rather than reactive. And if that statement makes you cringe inside, girlfriend, I feel ya. There are times when I'm in the middle of changing diapers, trying to potty train, chasing kids, and to have thought that I could have somehow proactively planned for that instead of reactively living my day, I want to beat myself up because there is no way that I could have been proactive for some of these things. So yes, there are some days and there are some seasons and there are some moments that you do have to be reactive, but there are also more chances than you might realize to be proactive. I want you to take time and allow yourself to think a little bit ahead and to be able to think about what you can do right now to make life a little bit easier later on. Now, what I mean by that, for example, is there are mornings that after I'm cleaning up breakfast, I am already laying out my sheet pan, parchment 
paper and cutting board for dinner. So there are times when I am being proactive in realizing that to prep dinner, if I can do those couple of steps and if I can have those things ready, I will be proactive rather than reactively throwing dinner together. If I have a plan, if I have something that I can think of the morning before possibly laying out stuff for breakfast or Sunday before the week starts going over our schedule with my husband. If I can be a little bit proactive on the things going on in our life, then I can see where I might be running into issues as the day or the week go on. Now, when it comes to overwhelm, the last thing I want to talk to you about is finding something to be thankful for. I am sure you have probably heard this or read this, but the counterbalance to overwhelm is gratefulness. And I truly believe that it's not less busy. The counterbalance to overwhelm is not that you have nothing else to do. It's that you are grateful for where you are. Now, I'm not talking about just the typical thank you for my house. Thank you for my family. Thank you for the clothes on my back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am going to ask you to go a little bit deeper here. Finding something to be thankful for removes you from the situation of feeling like you always have to keep up or that you have just bitten off more than you can chew. It removes you from the overwhelm. And trust me, this is not something that I am excellent at or that I do every time I have overwhelm. But if you find something to be thankful for, and I mean truly deeply thankful for, then the stress of overcommitted, overtired, overstressed seems to be irrelevant. Because I have news for you. The trials and tribulations of this life are real, but they are nothing compared to the spirit spiritual warfare that is going on with our eternal souls. And I know that that just got real deep real quick, but I need you to have some perspective on this life and to ask yourself in 50 years from now, when I look back at this season, at this moment, what will I wish I had done differently? And what will I wish I had continued to do? Where can you find thankfulness for what you're experiencing right now? Now, I know the ins and outs of your day are hard and learning how to navigate through this life feels something like what Christopher Columbus probably felt like in the middle of the night when it was cloudy and he had to steer his ship to the new Americas. How do you know if you're going in the right direction if you can't see the stars? How do you know if you will ever get there when you don't truly know how vast the ocean is? But when you need to overcome that feeling of overwhelm, speak truth out loud. Your life has such value and you are so special. You are so loved and you are so worthy. Well, I can't believe that I am saying this with bitter sweetness on my tongue, but this is my final Unhurried Life podcast episode as I now know it. I'm not saying that I won't ever come back on here, but for right now, this is the very last one that has been on my schedule and I just want to take a minute to say a huge, huge thank you to all of those people that have supported, cheered, and tuned in to the Unhurried Life podcast. You guys have meant more to me than I think you might 
ever, ever know in your whole entire lives. I've loved getting emails and texts and chatting with you in our Facebook group and just so many other ways of connecting with you in real life. And it's just been so encouraging. And like I said in the beginning, this is not completely goodbye. I want you to head over to my website if you haven't been there already. Go to jbrazil.com and find something on that website that will help you live a more unhurried, a more intentional, and a more present life. And opt in to getting that little bit of information that's going to help you. And when you do that, we'll be able to keep in touch via email. So, my dear friend, until next time, I will see you over on my website or hanging out on Instagram. I will talk to you later.